Janet Yellen sent a letter to Nancy Pelosi and Paul Ryan, uh, pretty much uh, sh showing her opposition to any legislation that would audit the Federal Reserve. This is something that has been a Rand Paul signature for a long time. Why do you think Janet Yellen is all of a sudden reaching out to congressional leaders saying, don't audit the Federal Reserve? You know, I think it ought to be illegal. In fact, I introduced legislation last week to ban the Fed from, audit, from lobbying. I don't think they should have the monopoly power over the money and all the money that they can create. You know, they say they make a profit because basically they print up money and they make interest off the money they print it up. But then they take that money to lobby against transparency. So I'm offended by it. I'm insulted by it. And I think Janet Yellen needs to go back over to the Fed. She needs to not be over here trying to influence legislation. And uh, my law would make it illegal for her to do this. But uh, they don't want to shed any light. They spent trillions of dollars, or at least billions of dollars, bailing out foreign banks. Where is it in their manifesto or their power that was given to them by Congress, where is it say in there that they can bail out foreign banks? Um, I want to know what individuals benefited from the bailing out of the banks. Who are the principal owners of the banks that got bailed out? Are any of them related to people or have any conflict of interest with those in the Treasury or those in the, in the Fed? And I'm sure they do because it's a revolving door between the Fed, the Treasury, and back to Wall Street. And uh, a small clique of people are running the monetary policy, and the question is, are they doing it for the benefit of any of their compatriots? So now that now that we you know now that we're we're you know heading towards Thanksgiving and then it's going to be you know Hanukkah, Christmas, New Year's, people are going to you know come and go from from watching presidential debates. How do you how do you get your agenda m more out there? Because I've seen I I, I understand your frustration. Some of the moderators and I think they don't understand where you're coming from on a lot of these things. I don't think that they understand libertarian influences or conservatarian influences. They don't know what to make of it, so they just don't want to ask you a whole lot of questions. Well, I think in the last debate we began to separate ourselves, and we had a good uh, demonstration of the differences between myself and Marco Rubio. He's for unlimited spending in the military, and he's not willing to cut spending to offset it. He's introduced a trillion dollars with a T, a trillion dollars worth of new spending in the military and a trillion dollars worth of refundable tax credits or welfare and so where's going to come up with all this money and is that really conservative so i i think what my presence there does is it is going to make it impossible for people to pretend to be a conservative and i'm also telling them look you can't be a conservative if you're liberal with military spending we spend more on our military than the next ten countries combined i'm for spending a considerable amount on our military. I'm for making it a priority. I'm for defending the country. That's what the federal government's supposed to do. But I'm not for borrowing money for China and putting us so far into debt that our debt actually becomes a threat to our security. And I think that's where we're headed. And there is a clear distinction between myself and the neocons like Rubio, who would have us involved in every war on the planet. And uh, we'll see. I don't know if uh, enough people will side with my position but I'm not going to back down from it, and I'm going to put it out there, and we'll see what happens. All right, let me ask you this question in closing. I mean, you, um, Ted Cruz, and Marco Rubio, you all kind of came up together. I mean, you you guys were the Tea Party class. Does, does it upset you at all that you find yourself uh, now kind of fractured from the guys that, you know, in my business, in, 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 in events, and I mean, the whole conservative movement, we would always, you know, rattle off your names in, in, in secession. Does it, do you find it, you know, hard to square that you find yourself so on opposite ends from Marco Rubio all of a sudden? 
Well, you know, I think we all came out of the Tea Party movement, but I think Marco quickly gravitated into the orbit of, you know, Chuck Schumer and the Liberal Democrats on the immigration bill. And then on foreign policy, he gravitated to the sort of the big government Republicans like Lindsey Graham and, and McCain. And so, uh, but people need to be aware of that, and they need to be aware of that there, there are, is uh, and are significant differences. Um, and I just don't think we're going to get stronger as a country or safer if we go further into debt. And I think his aggressive need to be in every Middle Eastern country, I don't think is good for the country. You know, the real question people have to ask of Marco Rubio is, you know, you're supporting President Obama and Hillary Clinton by getting us involved in the war in Syria, by getting us involved in the war in Libya. And did that make us safer? Did toppling Gaddafi make us safer? I think it actually made us less safe by getting in that Libyan war. And it's also the same position as Hillary Clinton. The no-fly zone, which could potentially confront us with Russia, um, is supported by Hillary Clinton and Marco Rubio. So there's really, you're wondering, there's not a lot of breathing room between uh, Hillary Clinton and Marco on a lot of these issues.